Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Botox Cosmetic. Out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So... Talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. An Erio's original. From eight to five, I wear jeans. Uh, you wear you're are you wearing jeans right now? Like you wear jeans in cozy yeah. mode? Whoa, no house pants. I think in order to do work and to write and all that sort of daytime shit, I need to be in street clothes. Call is now being recorded. You're the first podcast I've ever done in quarantine over the phone. This could be the first quarantine podcast ever. I think it definitely will be. It's probably in the top 1,000. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I've been avoiding doing this podcast for the entire quarantine, which at this point, we're doing podcasts right now. It's recording. Whether or not Amanda thinks it's good enough to use, that's on her. She's the producer. We're just doing our best right now. We're creative. Right. We're showing up. We're putting in the time. It's not our fault if, you know, the the spirit isn't there. Right. The technological spirit. We've got the spirit. Actually, never. I retract my previous statement. We have the tech. We have the spirit, but the technology, that's producer stuff. We can't focus on that. Yeah, that's producer stuff. That's producer shit. We've been in quarantine for five weeks. I'm one month in almost uh, exactly. I guess we started, like, not seeing anybody. It was, like, the Friday after my birthday, and my birthday was March 8th. Is that the same t- amount of time you've been in quarantine? Yeah. Just want to make sure I'm not missing out on anything. No, I was in quarantine. I, I was in Las Vegas to see 311 on, on 311, and that was right when everyone was starting to freak out. And then I came home. And then I hung out with someone, and then um, then the 13th, I stopped seeing people, which is so strange to say. It's so – wait, who did you see on the 12th? A special lady friend. I'll tell you that. Are you a cop? You're right. You shouldn't tell me that. It's private. This is a hobby podcast. This isn't, a, uh, this isn't the podcast podcast where we open up about that stuff. You're right. But also, how much – fun would quarantine be if you were like in the honeymoon phase of a new relationship it sounds very like there's a lot of pressure 
on it because you're immediately married and monogamous <laughs> and all those other sort of things. But like that's the kind of pretend play you right. want to have. Right. Before everything starts sucking. That is kind of hot too. It's fun. Like, oh my God, there's nothing we can do. The world's ending. We can only hang out with each other. Like, there's something very, it doesn't matter. It's like. Where you're just sort of like really tractor beams onto each other. And um, that's all you want to do anyway. And then you got to make all these excuses for your friends. But now you don't. I suddenly feel Maybe that would take the fun out of it. I don't know. Maybe like not, maybe. Maybe I don't know. There's something that seems romantic, like desert islandy, about being forced to like be quarantined with somebody who you just met. But like, I might just think that because it's so the opposite of what my situation is. Right. Anyway, this fucking sucks. I'm so over it. I know this podcast isn't about preaching to the choir but like i'm losing my mind i think i think you know anything that's made now has to have the guise of what's happening inside of it so the idea that yeah i mean (laughs) you can't you can't talk you can't talk to anybody without sort of this weird you can't write an email without ending it i hope you're safe i hope your family is okay so it's, it's like we're all fine. We're just bored. Yeah. Like, and, th- you know, honestly, like hobbies, it- it's like I'm trying to – my whole thing with this quarantine shit is trying to be as, like, much of a pancake as possible. Like, really thin thin out my living experience of, like, what I'm working on, making sure I'm being cognizant, doing it. Spending time on things like I have one movie I want to watch this week and I'm just like kind of pushing that off until I absolutely have nothing else to do. And then I'll fucking watch that movie. So what movie? <sighs> Onward. <laughs> I've watched it like five times already. What is it good? Yeah, I haven't watched the whole thing in one sitting, but all the different pieces that I've seen because the attention span of my kid isn't isn't a full length movie's worth of sit down time in one sitting, you know? So we have yeah. to like so I've watched it like five times, but every time it's like all these different pieces. But from what I've seen, I really like it. Mm. It's fine. It's good. Yeah. I mean, I've seen the movie um Sing, the cartoon movie Sing, so many times that but like occasionally Paul and I will be like, I've never seen this part. <laughs> <laughs> between the major parts. Yeah, like a like a like a twelve seconds of like, whoa! I didn't know. I've never seen this part. Yeah, that's we. That's interesting to me that that's the movie you're like saving to watch. But I guess you are an a cartoon maker. Yeah, I mean it's that, but it's it, it's you know there's this thing right now where everyone, I just because shit out. I feel like people feel like they need to watch it. Like, fucking Ozark season three. Why are people watching Ozark all of a sudden? I have no interest in seeing Jason Bateman be a sad southern guy. Is he? He's like a... Dude, I know. 
suddenly Ozark is like trending or like the hot topic. And I'm like, really? That's what everybody was waiting for? Like, yeah. I didn't even know it was on three seasons. Maybe because it just came out. I don't know. People are people talking about Westworld that way. Westworld is insanely bad. I know, but I still watch it. The new There's nothing else. Yeah. Anyway, when you say that you're like pancaking out all of your stuff, like what do you mean? Like you're thinning out. What? Explain that a little bit more. Like, you're trying not to do a lot of stuff. Like, we're talking about hobbies. Like, yeah. you're trying to figure out what you really like and what you really just are kind of lukewarm on. Yeah. Basically, you know, like, I, I felt like maybe I I do a lot of things. I make music. I make these little books. I'm developing a lot of different things. And just trying to really not have my day basically be five things and having it be one thing a day where I just really am like kind of presently working on something to just fill this time to make sure that I don't, you know, get too lost in the, in the, the whole muddiness of the weeks and all that sort of shit. Uh I've been working home for basically two years before this. So I feel a little lucky where I, my, my daytimes have been mostly the same, but just like, even at night, making sure I'm I'm not spinning out with like, because you can do, you can easily do nothing, and um, I don't want to do that because I feel like I'll freak the fuck out about everything. So I'm just trying to very slowly work on a bunch of different things. So like, what this podcast is about is what you like to do where there's no agenda, where, like, you're not making money. It has nothing to do with romance or finance. Mm-hmm. Let's say those are, like, the two main agenda-driven areas. So what you do purely for the love of Phil and no other reason. Mm-hmm. And that could be learning how to use a loom to taking acid, whatever it could be. What it could. I'm just curious what that is for you, or what those things are for you. I think um, I've spent so much time on the computer, and so much time since growing up to now, and then my job kind of became still being on the computer, and any iteration of a job I've had has been computer based where I really was for a long time had like a weird bad feeling about that, 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 you know, I'm, I shouldn't feel comfortable on it in my free time, especially. And I'm, and I, that's not to say I spend all my day on it. I do realize blue light shit and being healthy by getting off of it and all that sort of stuff. But that's a long way of saying, I, I think my, Hobby is fucking around on the computer and making weird little art things on the computer and utilizing it as a, as what it is, which is like weird, beautiful, endless tool that you can, um, scour and, and get inspiration or 
steal shit from in a very organic way. I I really like you know there's there's the internet now has become four five websites. There's like Twitter, there's like news sites, Facebook, but like I loved it when there was like a shit ton of websites that you would check out that you would really dig. That's true that there is only like there's like five websites. I mean there's there's weird shit like a lot of the times I'll discover like stores, like places to buy shit on the internet that's like oh my god like this is rad i don't even know about this like that's the only new kind of websites i'm ever finding like no more i don't find like the weird blogs or anything like that anymore yeah see those those are great and the aggregators and stuff tumblr was good for that for a while of Mm -hmm. the see just straight up collections of weird shit Two places I've been looking that um, are have kind of become a hobby of mine. The first one is Flickr, like straight up the 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 picture uploading website that everybody used from like 2000 2010. You yeah, just, you could just go on that and like search search groups and then search like 90s and go to like 90s ads or something you just look at 90s ads for like an hour of just like all this weird obscure ephemera from from weird magazines and all that sort of stuff search like Japanese ads and then like 80s stuff and all that sort of stuff do you ever search people's names like no but that's kind of funny but I do there is really cool tools within that that you could use where you where you can search with, within time periods too. Like if people t- uh, uh, added a date to it, you could search for photos up to like 1970, and that's it. And then you're looking at all these weird, very personal, often uh, uploaded photos of people. That is like so cool. I don't know if you've ever got. If you're like a big flea market person, but there's there was always like that those huge bins of just fucking photos that you would look through, and it was like yeah. Partly sad, but also like amazing. Uh, just because now film, especially of like my, I think all of our eyes are so acclimated to iPhone photos. Anytime you see something taken with a camera, it's immediately like a piece of art. <laughs> a little bit of a no, way. totally. Yeah, I love like, that. I love know, looking at pictures like that. Yeah, and searching like New Jersey, 1980 to 1970, and looking around and seeing like weird places that I know and all that sort of stuff is like beautiful and fun and then you grab it bring it into fucking photoshop you cut out this guy you cut out that guy and you just make making weird shit that's cool i like that and so do you have a place where you put these things up or do you just put them up like like what do you do with these little like computer art projects where do they live just on your computer do you send them to people I, i i really think like there's a Really, I, and I, I I learned this like a year ago once I finally got like a big, like safe computer that's not a laptop. Like m- treating your digital space as if it was your high school drawers or something. Like you, mm-hmm. literally, I literally have a junk drawer that's just like called random, 
And within that is all these weird projects that you don't need to get overwhelmed with or think about too much where it's going to end up. Just like, because I, I never got good at drawing with my hands in a fucking notebook or anything like that. I was really, I really enjoyed MS Paint. And then I torrented Photoshop and Illustrator. And then I really learned those tools. So that's all on the computer. And I, I have to not kick myself by the fact that it's not out here and the fact that I do come back to my computer after I have dinner, but it's in a different headspace of like cozy. You know, I just like feel like I'm in like my cozy and it's the same exact place I've been sitting all day, but turning your POV a little bit into like, okay, now I'm going to look into my junk drawer see what excites me, see what, like, lights me up at that point. But, you know, so I have all those things. But for, for the most part, it was this uh, bumper sticker book I made that was um that ended up being a little – and I'm not going to say it was financial because I'm so fucking in the red on this project <laughs> where I got literally uh, 500 copies delivered, like, two two days into this global pandemic. So – I'm never going to make money from it, but I'm happy that I did it. Wait, I want, I want to buy it. I saw it. I saw something about it on maybe your Instagram. First of all, I think that's cool. And if you feel cozy and comfortable at your computer, I don't think you should beat yourself up over it. Like, yeah. I, I don't think anyone should. Nobody should beat themselves up over anything that brings them joy. Yeah. Who cares? And it doesn't hurt. But, other um, uh, yeah, I saw your bumper stick thing, bumper sticker thing, maybe on Instagram. And like, I never know, I never know like what's real on your Instagram or like what's a joke. <laughs> so, I mean, I could have maybe like done some more digging, but I think it was just this morning that I was looking at it and I'm like, oh yeah, I want to do Phil for my podcast. So, but is that something, that, where can I get that? I want it. Yeah, I have a website, com, and basically... Um, Wait, what's it called? Horn, it's your honky. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And basically, yeah, it's just, it, it's you know, this is another hobby, too, where it was like, I like graphic design. I think uh, just keeping an eye on things that are cool right now and trends that I'm seeing that I fucking hate. Like, everybody's now doing, like, this liquid... 90, everyone's doing the same thing. You see the fucking snake tail of it all, but like this 90 liquid, liquid font sort of thing. It's really driving me crazy. What but is anyway. it? Is it like rave, like rave flyer? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah they're all fighting that now. Cheesy. Yeah, it's incredibly cheesy. Um, but, but I like, you know, fonts and all that sort of shit. So, so this book was me just grabbing cool, weird 70s fonts. Maybe you can help me with something. We can talk about this after the podcast, but I will plug it because I'm, I have an art book coming out cool. and, um, and I was told to like pick a font, but I don't know how to do that. And I don't, I, fonts are really important to me, but there's so many that I just get really overwhelmed and like really like ADHD about it. And I, I bet you're really organized. You're probably very organized because you have things organized on your computer. But, like, you were like, did you ever have a junk drawer? Like, every 
all of my drawers are junk drawers. <laughs> Every single one. And then I don't have any on my computer, but I just have tons of folders that are so specific that, like, there's so many of them. Yeah. Anyway, so I need to pick a font. But we can – you can help me with it after because we can't – it's so – it's visual and it's not – it doesn't make sense to talk about it on a podcast. But I do yeah. like – I do like that as sort of like a hobby because my friend Jesse, who – he worked at Vice for a long time. I've known Jesse for a long time before Vice, but he's really visual and he helps me with that stuff. So I need to like, now they're asking. So I sent them all the paintings because I'm doing a book with Drag City and um, I sent them all the paintings and they're like, well, what order do you want? And like, what font do you want? And I'm like, I don't know. Like I did the work. Like <laughs> right. I, I don't know how to make these choices, but I also... The fact that they're asking me is cool because I don't want, like, a liquid 90s oh. rave font. That's not at all. Yeah, so I wish that my brain was able to organize or categorize things in, like, the way that I feel like graphic designers are able to do that. Yeah, and, and I mean, it's not like to an nth degree, and it's funny because I'm, if I literally move back and I look, like, it's all, there's so much shit around my computer, which is kind of funny that it's just like, no, the physical realm is, is garbage. I don't need that at all organized, but inside, inside of my computer, I have somewhat degree of um, cleanliness that my mom would, might be proud of. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When I look at your um, Instagrams or tweets or whatever, it just seems like you're drunk. You're drunk or on drugs, like, all of the time. But is that just your um, – you're welcome. <laughs> is that real or is that your um, brand? Um, when you look at my Instagram, do you think I'm drunk? Well, maybe when I read your Twitter more. There's, oh, like, a lot goodness. of things – um, but not that – no judgments. Like, I'm just no, wondering yeah. if that's one of your hobbies. Uh, no, I don't um, – I don't smoke marijuana until very recently uh, because of the plague. I've taken up on occasionally doing it at night. But I hadn't done it for, like, since I was literally in high school. Uh, it just kind of didn't do it for me. But um, – I, I didn't really like it. It made me what? feel paranoid. 
I never yeah, really, yeah, I wasn't that into, there was like a, maybe a period of time in college where it worked and then it just wasn't my bag, baby. Yeah. And everyone, I, I think like something with like making like adult animation and like my general tone of voice being really silly and stuff, people are always like putting weed on me and like doing mm-hmm. really hacky uh, responses that are just like, you okay, dude? Like, you okay? It's like, yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a fucking freak, man. That's me. That's just naturally <laughs> who I am. Like, uh, so no. I like I that. I don't, I don't, what, what the, uh, I drink too good drunk. <laughs> I'm not, I've been doing it most of my life and I still haven't really learned how to temper it down and have a beer to relax. So I do, uh, do get, I do get drunk a lot. That is one of my biggest hobbies, probably. Uh, of course, my best friend, the feeling of three beers, must, uh, my girlfriend. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> but, uh, as for like Twitter and stuff, Twitter honestly is, uh, another big hobby of mine in the sense of like writing jokes. I really do care about uh writing jokes and and I yeah. and I hate that website because it really has become this horrible so many of my fucking friends too where the, it's like the same four jokes told by like the same 20 people all going for the retweets or whatever and then like it's become a lot of virtue signaling and everybody trying to be this little pious Peter and like replying. Oh my to God, I know. Flint still doesn't have water, bitch. And it's like, shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. Just go back to yeah. jokes. You're a comedian, dude. Just, I don't know. I get very upset about, about what Twitter has become, um, in that respect, but I really do like thinking of the dumbest things possible and kind of doing, um, my my POV. And a good writing tip for any writers out there, like if you have a, I'll, I'll do this a lot for, for if, if I'm stuck on like a joke or an area or anything like that, you could search your own tweets for like certain words. So like if I have, you know, somebody's talking about summer and I need a character to have like a really quick quip about summer, you could search summer from colon filler philip and i could see every fucking joke i've written from nine years that includes the word summer or hot or whatever right so use your own dumb brain that you're spitting out into the cosmos to your benefit yeah i've definitely used twitter a lot as like um an online notebook for like quick jokes when i need one um, my own Twitter. And I, I'm pretty sure that like 90% of the people who follow me on Twitter have me muted because, or I'm just, they're, I'm just not that good at Twitter. But like, which is very, very, very possible. I don't think I am that good at it, but I, I like it. I, Paul like writes the dumbest jokes and he gets like 8,000 likes on it in like two seconds and then I write like a way better one (laughs) and I always just get 14 likes (laughs) and then when I when I tweet something that I'm like ah fine this is stupid that's when I get a lot so I just don't think I know but but I still like it 
for that. I like it as a writing tool and exercise. I never read it. Like I, I, the people, like I, yours comes up a lot probably because I've saved a lot of yours. So like if it comes up in like the top 20, then I'll read it and I like it. But most of the time, I'm just not getting enough faves for me to go on the site enough. I'm <laughs> calling you into it to, in order to interact. No, I mean, same thing with Instagram. Like, I think I fucked up with Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram where I followed too many people, and I just, oh. I can't be on it. I can't, I can't sit on it and look and scroll through and, like, see yeah. all this stuff. And so I just go on to see really, like, 20 posts and, like, how many likes I got on something. Right. Yeah. You got to – um yeah, Twitter Twitter is, I really think, the best to just, like, push out and not, not look at. I mean, the feed is – unless you follow, like, news sort of stuff. It's so boring. It's also, like, obviously, like, every person I follow and anyone who follows me, like, isn't a Trump supporter – I don't know. It's so boring. Like, I don't, if I wanted the news, I'll just go to the news. Right. I'll just go to New York Times, I guess. Like, I barely do that. Like, I'm doing it more now because of coronavirus. But you stop, you quit smoking cigarettes? Wait, Um, did you ever smoke cigarettes? I did for a while. Oh, I thought I read something where you quit because of coronavirus. No, that was just a joke on a because I wanted to post that photo of me and Mike doing. I started vaping for as a joke for this web series we did, and then I got to it. I never smoked cigarettes, but I just I really liked it. I like an extra. I realize I like a thing like a like one more thing. Like I like coffee a lot because it affects me. I smoke cigarettes forever. I love smoking cigarettes. I like having an extra thing too, but I don't have that many options because I've just been sober for a long time. And so I I drink coffee also, but like it starts to like when I drink too much coffee, like, you know, my, your stomach gets weird and like, Mm -hmm. so I I love, I drink it all day, every day. And I hate it. (laughs) I've never enjoyed it. I don't even know if I enjoy it because it, not an option like i i think i need it i'm so tired and people are like i quit coffee i'm not tired anymore and i'm like well anyone that has to have been for best friends has never drank coffee and i i it's really outside of like my spectrum of reality of being an adult i mean it's part of my process um, I just started adding MCT oil to my coffee. That'll fuck you up, man. That's good. What? That's a good eye. Wait, is it street legal? Yeah, it's coconut, coconut extract thingy that's um, um, medium chain triglycerides, and it fucking feels like Adderall. Where'd you get that? Amazon? Amazon, yeah. Dude. Shut up. Does it, can you tell, can you, does it make your coffee taste different? Yeah, it's like kind of fatty, kind of coconutty, but not, not a discernible. You, you only do like a t- teaspoon of it. But I've been doing it like f- 
for, you know, like how I used to do Adderall <laughs> when I've worked in advertising of just like when I need the turbo boost. So like once or twice or it's three times a week, um, just get, put a little dollop in there and you'll go fucking crazy. I've been insane. It's great. Does it, um, fuck with you, you going to sleep at night or you just like, no, I literally never had that, um, problem from coffee i've been a very anxious sleeper like my entire life since childhood so i don't think anything's really gonna fuck with that but no it doesn't doesn't add on like any sort of craziness i feel like we're probably the same person where i'm i too am always tired if i don't have tons of coffee keeping me going yeah. All right. Well, we're going to start wrapping up, but I have two questions to ask you before we leave. Um, one is, what's your be- what's your favorite quarantine cozy? I'm at my computer outfit. What have you been wearing lately? I've been. Uh, I don't have them on right now, but I designated a pair, uh, several pair of house shoes that are just my regular sneak. One's a pair of sneakers. The other one is a pair of Birkenstocks that I've been wearing. That's like my most important thing is like, cause working from home, I just can't get into work zone in, in socks. <laughs> it's like grotesque <laughs> actually, like talking, doing Zoom calls, pitching and all this sort of shit. And my socks feels really incorrect. So yeah, I feel you on that. The bottom shoes, like some sort of shoe wear to put on and wake me up. Yeah, you need house shoes. Yeah. No, but so that, and then just like tons of fits, man. My regular, I, from eight to five, I wear jeans and like I put on a, my house is always fucking cold. So I'll put on a bunch of, usually in the morning, a bunch of different layers. I, I'm wearing a Wait. hat now when we called each other. Uh, you wear, you're, are you wearing jeans right now? Like you wear jeans in cozy yeah. mode? Whoa. Wow. No house pants. No house pants. I just wear straight up. I wear my street clothes at home. Wow. I was never one of those guys like in college that would go to class in sweatpants. I've tried to fake that funk a little bit, but I'm just like, I I wear pants. My pants are comfortable. I'm not like a salvage denim fucking weirdo. Uh, Mm -hmm. But so... I I uh I think in order to do work and to write and all that sort of daytime shit, I I need to be in street clothes. Alright, I feel that. And yeah. my second qu- and I like your hat too. Um my second question is like, you know yourself pretty well at this point in your life, so you know what you like and what you don't like and what you're going to do and what you're not going to do. But if you were a different type of person, like what would be like your dream hobby? Like what do you want to want to, what would you want to want to be your hobby? Like mine and like me and Amanda always talk about, like, I wish I was really into like at times I've wished I was really into gardening, but Mm. like, I just don't give that much of a shit. I've tried. Mm. I, wish I cared more, but I would have a cool outfit and whatever, you know, a lot of people say like exercise because that makes sense, but that's not, 
I mean, sometimes that counts, but I guess I I equate that with like wanting to look good. Yeah. For the opposite sex, maybe myself, but anyway, do you have anything like that? You can think about it. I think honestly, I saw something recently of a cartoonist I follow who I didn't know uh drew all of their stuff with a paintbrush and just seeing someone use a brush in especially cartooning like boxes where you need to have a character and enough room for text and all that sort of stuff was so amazing to me that I just started thinking about the whole realm of like painting and how strange it is to use a brush to do these incredibly minute things where you know I can barely do that with a pencil or a pen or the amount of control I have on the computer. That's why I like doing art on um, like Adobe Illustrator where you have vector points where you can endlessly manipulate a line that you draw. The idea of just a brush that you're doing it in the physical world with this, what is it? Horse tail or whatever sometimes like that. Usually it's synthetic, but yeah, I, I mean, I, that's my hobby. I, it's really fun, but like, sometimes I think I'm good at it, but regardless of that, like it, I think it's insane too. It's really fun. It's beautiful. And it's the, it's all the, all the, and it's funny cause I'll, I'll be in, you know, endlessly tweaking like the brush dimensions and stuff and all these different things and, just the terminology inside of the programs is is all art terms. <laughs> and then I'll see it in the – I'm learning it in the art world now and realizing that that's where it's all coming from. It's all this weird singularity sort of shit where I'm, <laughs> I'm just – I'm yeah. realizing I'm way farther in it than I think I am. Like I'll see <laughs> my nephew and stuff on – I'll stuck on their phones and watching other people play video games. And I'm like, no, I I – I've been in that most of my life already. That's cool. I that's a that's a cool answer. I, I feel like if you know, and and I think it's one of my hobbies, and I just want to get this theory out into the world before I forget it. How I I I so you know aim and stuff like instant messenger that we used to send each other like messages and all that sort of shit. Now that I have my phone hooked up to my computer. It's the exact same looking window where I could just text people endlessly like that. So I've been texting people a lot, and I consider that one of my hobbies and how it is so um, ephemeral texting where I can type as almost as fast as I'm thinking the thought, and I send it out, and I never even say it. So it's almost telepathy that we're doing. Like I'll have yeah. people just like bra, 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 back and forth to each other. And most of our friendship is through these exchanges where it's just this weird kind of like we can be thinking and writing and uh, exchanging stuff in a much more fluid way. Like I really do think I'm a better writer than I am talker um, because of that, because of it, growing up texting my thoughts. I remember having girlfriends where it was just I was a little kid. <laughs> we were in seventh grade and we were just – I would talk a lot. That we'd be in person. I'd just be so nervous and so shy. Anyway, 
so I wonder with telepathy with my friends is my favorite hobby. <laughs> well, it's interesting that you say that you think it's made you a better writer. That's probably correct. I never thought of it that way. Yeah, I mean, I, I text a lot, and then at a certain point, I'm like, I can't. It's too much. Like, I need to – I don't care for talking on the phone, but I don't know. I just bored myself with talking about this. I think we should leave it at telepathy is your favorite hobby, and – I think that's a great answer. I appreciate you being on Filling the Void. That's what this podcast is called. I'm going to get Horn If You're Honky dot com bumper sticker book. Hell yeah. Want to talk to Leslie about your hobbies? Call our toll free hotline at 844-370-VOID. That's 844-370-VOID. Rate and review Filling the Void on Apple Podcasts. Filling the Void is an Erios original with editing by Tracy Levy and original score by Michael Cassidy. Erios. Powered by ACAST. 